Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about discipleship, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Non Engaged Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And D.S. Ninja is in the house. Hey, Dad, you were in the same hoodie from last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why you always messing with me, man? Huh? <laughs> oh. oh, man. That looks similar to you. <laughs> Okay, so look, y'all may not know this, but we just re- we're recording two. We recorded two in one day, so that's why I said that. Uh, so obviously, if you weren't here, you wouldn't know that. But yeah, <laughs> I, you just got some jokes. Huh? Yeah, I couldn't wait to hit the record, but honestly, I knew what I was doing. You're not even funny. Um, so it's it is almost ten o'clock, right? Okay, and we recorded a podcast earlier uh, called like My Choice or whatever. Whatever it's called, I can't remember. Something like my choice, my my body, my choice, my choice. Whatever it's called, it's out. Whatever, y'all listened to it last week. Um, and so before we recorded this podcast, I drank a big cup of coffee, and it was like, what do we start? Like eight o'clock for real? And I don't know why I did that because right after we're done, I want to lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> but you. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> But you know what I realized that? What's that? Remember those episodes before where I was basically on the gray couch every week? Yeah. Um, and I was saying, like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so wore down. You know what I realized? What's that? What are you drinking? Hot cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother gave me some hot chocolate. That's crazy. And I have nothing. Okay, that's cool. But anyway. You got the drink right there. It's all gone. It's my oh. co- It was my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I realized that? What's that? I was saying that I was so tired, but it was really just a mindset thing. And so even like with getting sleep, Mm -hmm. enough sleep, it wasn't enough because I just felt like I really believed that I was that tired. And you know what I came – I came to that realization because I can't – I think it was a weekend and I had got a lot of sleep. I don't know how, but I got a lot of sleep. And I woke up and I was just started thinking about all the tasks that need to be done like – he was in the process of getting ready to move, like moving to the new f- training facility. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, I shouldn't be tired. And then I got up and I was like, it might be in my head. So from that day, from that moment on, I'm like, I'm not tired. I started really like saying and believing that I wasn't tired. Okay. And then because before that, like I felt like I needed a vacation. <clears throat> I felt like I needed some time off or whatever. But from that moment on, when I started saying that I wasn't tired and I started really believing I wasn't tired, I didn't feel tired anymore. I felt rejuvenated. I felt like I don't need a vacation. I'm going to definitely take a vacation. Mm. But <laughs> I don't feel like I need one anymore. And I just think it's crazy how like your mind can kind of just take over like that. You know, the mind is powerful. I, I honestly really believe <clears throat> that I was really worn out. And mm-hmm. I didn't, at that point, at that moment in time, I really didn't have a reason to. I got enough sleep. Um, I was taking naps throughout the day or whatever. But that had changed my whole momentum throughout the next couple of weeks after that. And I just thought that was so crazy. It is. I mean, the mind is powerful. I'm, in my competition days, when I first started, it was in my mind 
my mind had me handcuffed. It had me in prison that I wasn't good enough and I was competing afraid. Mm -hmm. But it was a mindset thing. And once I changed my thinking, like it says in Romans 12, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. Once I did that, I started excelling. And that happens when when I, when I went back to school, and I, and I was always afraid of going to college because my mindset and my self image didn't um, allow me to think that I could uh, learn and, and and achieve a, a degree. And so, yeah, you're right. It's your it's your thinking. I think it's a blessing or like a gift that God has bestowed on me. You know why? Because like when they first got first started a training facility, right? It was basically a dirt floor. It just looked a mess. Yeah. It looked like someone dropped a bomb in the place for real. Mm-hmm. Right. But in my head, I remember taking videos and posting it on like the page on the story, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh shoot, this looks good now. Like <laughs> yeah. like before it was just nothing in there, it was just a squat rack, dirty floor, just one squat rack. And I would post little clippets of just like one area because how bad the rest of the gym looked. Yeah. But then I right, I posted a video <clears throat> on social media put a promo ad on it and everything i had a couple you you guys that came down dropped off the ladders um it was a couple like mini hurdles um i had some ropes it was just stuff like that i gave you all my training yeah yeah. (laughs) it was just it was that type of stuff it was the same dirty floor but it was just stuff on top of the dirty floor yeah i posted a panorama video of the whole entire gym no banners on the wall no paint this panorama posted on, on a page thinking, oh, look, this looks good now. Mm. But my mind at that time was like, this looks good. I look back now and look at those videos. I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what was I thinking? How was I operating? But in my head at that moment, yeah. that was like the best thing. And then even like um, go, leaving the church, I'm looking back now like, dang. I was in there operating like that. Yeah. It was like the best thing. It still looks clean to me now. It's like, that was the best thing. But there was was a level up, right? And then when I leveled up, I looked back and was like, oh, shoot, like this. And I know that this is going to be the same predicament down the line out of this facility. Mm -hmm. But it's just so crazy what, how your mind. And so because my mind thought that, you can tell me anything. Like I was operating the way that I thought the place looked. Mm -hmm. So like I thought this was like a state-of-the-art, perfect-looking not perfect, but like a clean, good looking gym. And I was posting, I was doing, and then it kind of helped level me up in life because of my thought process. I look back now and be like, oh, that was horrible. But like, I believed it. And so everybody around me started believing it. That's what <laughs> it know, seemed like. It's funny you say that because I heard Ayla saying the same thing. This guy is nice. He's cute and stuff. But the day after y'all got married, she like, what is it? <laughs> She's like, what was I thinking? (laughs) I suppose I deserve that. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My feelings got hurt, so I'm not going to do the rest of this episode. (laughs) But I I think it's crazy. And then, like, kind of propelling into our topic of discipleship. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I feel in certain aspects. So I don't know where you was thinking about the topic of it, but I think of discipleship as with my own specific flaws. So sometimes I'm nervous to talk to different people about God. Well, I was nervous to talk to different people about God and my relationship with God or even post like that certain things of me being a believer in Christ because of how they responded. Mm -hmm. Right. But 
And I realized with the whole mindset thing is that it, it's not because – when I say respond, I mean like how – if I put something out there, they ask me a question or they say something that I don't have a response to. Mm-hmm. That's what I was really nervous about. And I know so much like talking to them but what they may say back. And so it kind of had me hold back on certain certain things. But then I realized is that just like how I had the mindset of the gym, like this is the best thing and I wasn't afraid to share it. That's how I have to feel and this is what I kind of think when it comes to discipleship, discipling. Like Mm -hmm. God in your life is the best thing. And the reason why I had that mindset is because I believe that God had my back. And so if I understand that God is the best thing, I I should it should never even cross my mind that there's another alternative. Just like when I got into the gym and it was dirty and all this other stuff, I was posting it, I was telling people about it. There was to me there was no other alternative. You got to come to Sky High, and is that's how I kind of have to view like my relationship with God and spreading the word. And that's kind of when we talked about discipleship. That's what first hit my head, and I don't know where you was going with it, but that's what I thought. Well, I first. Um Learn about discipleship and through the martial arts because in the kung fu uh, uh, style, there's a style in kung fu. When you're coming up as a student, they call you a disciple, which is a student. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> when we're talking about discipleship, and and they talk about the disciples in the Bible, and they're they're students. But when you're talking about discipling someone else, what does that mean to you? So you definitely went way deeper than I thought. Well, it, you, <laughs> you have the answer. You have the answer. So who are you teaching now? Who am I teaching specifically? Yeah. Yes. Like, wait, is that like a right now question? Yes. Who am I teaching right now? In your life, who are you teaching now? As far as? Who are you teaching? Anything. Oh, the two boys. Exactly. You are discipling them. I'm so happy I got that right. (laughs) (laughs) You are discipling them. Your clients, you are discipling them because they're learning from you. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that I think confuses people. They talk about discipling someone so loosely, but to, to disciple somebody, you have to spend time with them. Yeah. And you have to spend a lot of time with them. You have to trust each other. Why? And share things with each other. Why? Even like some of the things that you bring out that you 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 just said, you know, I don't tell a lot of people this or I haven't told people that. And now thousands of people know. <clears throat> right. About and just like I disciple you and you disciple me because on the technical stuff and things like that. Dad, come on now. I disciple you way more than some tech. Well, whatever. <laughs> Whatever, because you ask me questions, you know, life questions, marital questions, you yeah. know, kids and things like that. Yeah. And you're you're 28 now, and you lived in my house until you were, what, 18? Yeah. And so I had 18 years of discipling you, but you didn't always listen to me. Sound like slavery. My eyes <laughs> <laughs> free now. <laughs> That's why you went to college. You you really didn't want to go to college. You just want to be free. Get out of the house. (laughs) But 18 years of discipling you, but yet you didn't always listen to me, you know. And so when you're talking about discipling another Christian, how effective do you think it would be if you do it once a month or every so often? 
you have to spend a lot of time with that individual. Yeah. And you can only disciple so many people. Yeah. I you guess, know, yeah. <clears throat> you can only do it. So to be effective at it, there's there's certain people that call me um, and ask me questions, you know, on certain things. And so in guess to say that discipling them or we discipling each other um, in our Bible study, I mean, it's Bible study. We've been doing that over 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a disti- discipling ship program. Mm-hmm. Because we we get together every week, we spend time with each other in the Word. We spend time with each other outside of it, and so to be effective, it takes time as at being disciple and discipling somebody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because you got them two boys, and 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 you really really can understand about the twelve that was following Jesus. So, do you think everyone can be in a position to be? A discipler, <laughs> like you think everyone can be in a position to, to disciple someone else? Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and answer my que- own question. Okay, I think yes, right? Because I think we're all at different levels, and you can only say talk about <clears throat> what you know, right? <clears throat> and so, like, what was holding me back originally was that I'll put out something, and then someone has a response <clears throat> that I wouldn't be able to answer, and so it negated me from kept kept me from saying something in the first place. But I quickly realized is that if I throw something out, if I say something, right, and then they have a response or a question that I don't know the answer to, it's just easier to go back and get the answer than come back mm-hmm. again. Because then, I don't know, I just feel like it's better for, it's, it, it makes the relationship real. It doesn't make it feel like I'm just, like, throwing stuff out there all the time. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I Well, <clears throat> it's how you disciple somebody also. Um, I have former athletes that still call me today and ask me stuff. Yeah. Um, people that I, uh, that I work with or people that used to work with me, you know, they'll reach out and ask me questions about stuff. Um, that's because we built a relationship and trust in each other. Now you can be a disciple. You can be a good disciple. You can be a bad disciple mm-hmm. or you can disciple. I mean, because you have good and bad examples on stuff. Don't you know, like the the gang members, <laughs> they got disciples, you know. Although it's is is bad, but they're being discipled, and so just as use the word loosely, you have to really understand what what constitute discipling somebody because you have to spend some time with them mm-hmm. a lot of times, and sometimes late calls at night or emergency things or you know stuff like that. You're pouring into each other, mm-hmm. and that's discipling. But, you know, and then how many people are can you disciple, you know? How many people do you think you can disciple at one time? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, um, there's people that reach out to me, but we're not talking every day because I got a family. I got a wife, you know, and, and kids and things like that. Um, I... I I don't, I don't know. To be effective with someone, mm-hmm. you know, that's why D- Jesus discipled the twelve, and then the twelve went out. You know, and you have to realize you don't have to have the answer to everything, like you said. Yeah, and yeah. that I think that hinders people from doing it. And then you know, like in 
Timothy says the older woman teach the younger and the young, older man teach the younger man. I think if we did more of that biblically today, we wouldn't have a lot of challenges that we have, you know, within the body of Christ. I'm just trying to figure out how I can get a cup of hot chocolate like you. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't want to drink hot chocolate after drinking coffee. Why? Because that has caffeine in it too. Oh, shoot. That's right. You know what's crazy? <laughs> and this is so random. But one See, time, I just discipled you. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's all about. <laughs> you would have been up like, mm. <laughs> you, you know what's crazy? <clears throat> I have a video I posted on, I think, Instagram or Snapchat. Ayla had made me a cup of coffee one time in the morning, and she put chocolate in it, too. She's like, it tastes uh, better. You're going to feel well. I felt like I was like, <laughs> like all over the place, and it was just coffee and chocolate. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember when I was in the Marine Corps, I, it was in North Carolina. I drove to Cleveland on what we call a 96. That's, that's four days, you know, 96 hours. <clears throat> I was driving back, and so to prevent getting a little tired, they had these these uh, these pills to keep you awake. They were caffeine pills. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I took one of those, but I drank a Coke with it. Oh, goodness gracious, <clears throat> Father. And then I was driving like this. I was, I was wide-eyed, <laughs> shaking my legs. And then once I got back you know, to the barracks— I couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. I'm laying in the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that was a caffeine pill? <clears throat> and, I read, and, I, and, and I read the box. It said one pill is like two cup of coffee. And and along with the Coke. Yeah. Are you sure <laughs> I, someone gave you a caffeine pill, Dad? You sure? No, I bought it. <laughs> I was wired, man. Even worse. But, yeah. Yep. Um, do you have any takeaways? Like, I know this was a fast one for real. Yeah, I mean, in in the in the martial arts, you're always teaching someone. Whatever you learn, you're teaching some person that's coming up behind you. Uh-huh. So you're you're they becoming a student or a disciple. Understand that you not only just want to be a disciple, you want to be an effective disciple. So what does that mean to you and me? It might be different. The amount of people you can handle and mind the people that you can build relationship with. So just know that, you know, know that you can't not disciple everyone effectively. Mm. Boom. That does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into another episode of No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, make sure you visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can subscribe to hear upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show notes transcript. They're great for personal and group Bible studies. Also, if you like what you heard today, make sure you leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about the episode and what you would like to hear us discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel. You can support us financially by owning any of our No Negations apparel or by looking for that donate button. This helps us reach our monthly goals of reaching more people, buying new equipment, and providing good content. And if you're in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located. Belgian Village Mall. It's right next door to the Macy's. Check us out. And if 
you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click the bell to subscribe, like, and please share. We would love for you to join our ever-growing community. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up. Do it.